Welcome back. My name is Grayson Mann. This is the Man with a Plan podcast, episode 75. 75 episodes, guys. Pretty special. And what a better way to celebrate than having on two special guests. First off, we have Bo Collins. It's Bo time, a standout Clemson wide receiver, ready to make his sophomore campaign a really big and special one. And we are also joined by his father, DeAndre Collins. Mr. Collins and Bo, how are you guys doing today? Thank you so much for joining the show. Oh, I'm doing well, man. Just excited to be on the show today. I'm doing just as well, and thanks for having us. All right. So this first question is going to be directed at you, Mr. Collins. I want you us to you to take us back to Bo's beginning in his football career, how he grew up in L.A., because going from L.A. to Clemson, we're getting to that soon. That is such a transition. It's pretty insane how that turned out. But at what point did you start to suspect that he really could have some special talents and some special gifts? I'll put it on my wife. I'm a hardworking father, and all I did was provide, but they brought home some information when Bo was in, I can say he was at a daycare. Um, when he patted his shoulders and ran around saying he was Reggie Bush, uh. we actually have a picture of that, him saying he was Reggie Bush, and they saw his talent way before I did. Only reason is that Bo has two siblings. He has an older brother and sister. I actually trained his older brother. We live in a cul-de-sac where homes are within an area here. And I would train my his older brother, Cameron, out in the front in the cul-de-sac with running. And my wife would tell me all the time, Bo was standing at the door watching, mimicking, acting. And I said, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. That's just a little kid playing. But it was actually him developing that talent early, which is great. Um, to fast forward, he has a sister, Tyler, who got into AAU travel basketball. And we have here at our home a court. She used to go out there and play. Bo used to want to play with her. So his development started with his siblings, along with seeing and being around um, to where one of my coworkers was over at my home one day and overheard his sister playing basketball, but Bo was so small that he wanted his turn. And he said, it's my turn, Tyler, give me the ball. <laughs> so it's people around me that saw it way before I did. So once he became of age, like six years old, it's like, what do you want to do, man? You want to run track? You want to play baseball, basketball? So it's almost I let him pick and choose what he wanted to do. He started out running track. Very good 200, 400 meter runner. Um, then went on to um, football. His first year of football, when I took him out, to play Pop Warner youth football, believe it or not, the coach turned him away. Oh, no. It's a story. Turned him away and said, oh, we have enough players and we have a guy that they was their premier guy. In other words, what position does Bo want to play? Bo wasn't always a tall kid. He was a short, compact athlete. 
because he had size. So his first play um, area of play was running back linebacker. In most teams, you know, it's a lot of those type of players. They all want the ball at youth football. So that's why we got turned away. We went to another program, Bo Excel. And then fast forward, um, he kind of grew into himself going into high school, you know, to where he got a growth spurt. I thought I was going to be able to share some shoes with him where I didn't have to buy Nikes and things like that. But that was not the case. He bypassed my 11 and a half overnight. And, and basically, that's where we are. You know, it's family, our environment, friends that all saw it in him. And all I did as a dad was provide and nurture it and put him in positions where he could excel. And then the rest is history, they say. So I want to get to high school with, and either Bo or Mr. Collins, you guys can answer. So for someone like me managing like SAT work, schoolwork, going to practices, it was a lot. But I can't imagine someone, Bo, in your position, you have to add visits. You have to add managing all those offers. I'm sure you, Bo, had a mountain of, e- of mail from all these schools that wanted you to come play. How did you guys as a family manage all of that? And how do, what would you give some advice to maybe some potential athletes who are listening to this who are going through that process right now and they have to deal with getting the right grades so they can go to their dream school and play football or just managing all that? What did you guys do? How did you stay focused? Just take me through that process. Uh, I'll answer that one real quick. Uh, I would just say take it day by day. And what I did, my parents did a good job of making sure I stayed focused on what my priorities were at the time, which were school and football. So all the extracurricular activities, I got to hang out with friends, you know, but um, just ripping and running, going places all the time wasn't what what was best for me at the time. So just staying focused in my schoolwork um, and making sure I was right on the field and off the field was a priority. And I say it was a bit of a hassle at times, getting a lot of mail, college coaches calling me, during class, during school time, all that stuff. But um, my parents did a good job making sure I wasn't overwhelmed. And if I I was overwhelmed at times, I would just direct it to my parents with coaches and um, things like that. So advice I would give to somebody up and coming in high school, I would just say, keep your priorities straight. Um, Don't get overwhelmed with anything. And uh, it all come to you at the right time. Mr. Collins, you got anything you want to add to that? Bo's exactly right. What you want to do is, um, as a parent, stay engaged. Don't let your son or daughter um, go off on their own. Because what starts to happen, you will then be eliminated from that process. Um, why are they making that decision? But me and my wife, we stayed engaged every through all areas of Bo's recruitment. Um, The thing is, yeah, you're going to get a lot of junk mail, but the key to this recruiting is it's a business. Mm -hmm. They may not want your kid, but they will send them letters. They will invite them to get someone else. The key is, is it a committable type scholarship? If you were to commit today from the letters you're getting and things, will the coaches honor that? A lot of kids don't know that. It's a marketing game. Um, how could you send out hundreds of letters to different athletes, but you only got eight spots? Where do you fit in? So as a parent, 
We have to know that, I would share with parents. And if you don't know that, you're, you're walking through this blindly. Um, what Bo didn't have a chance to do, and we were fortunate to do as parents, was take him on the unofficial visits and let him see these schools prior as this mail comes in. Okay, which ones are you interested in? Let's go visit and see the environment and not wait until they roll out this carpet to us and then show us a great time. And then you make a hasty decision. I can tell you the COVID year did something great for us. It allowed Bo to focus because he didn't have that senior year of high school and then hone in on what was best for him because it's not about us as parents. We just supported his ideas, his thoughts, his where he was going, um, what he wanted to do. So that would be my advice to parents is to support their athlete and stay engaged. I got you guys. So the difference I feel like between Los Angeles, California, and then you come to little old Clemson, South Carolina, I feel like the difference is unbelievable. I don't think many people understand the sheer volume. And when Dabo says on the TV, oh, we're just small little old Clemson. I think people, you really have to get into the city. You have to get to the town to really know what it's all about. So Bo, can you walk us through what that's been like, that transition, especially going from this big, big city to really just little old Clemson. What has that been like for you? Oh, it's been amazing out here. Um, getting to know a lot of people around the city, the town here in Clemson has been great. Uh, we, as a football player, we get to support all the other sports whenever. Um, meeting, Just meeting new people, it's not too much to handle. It's not a hassle or anything. And I feel like it was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life, coming to a smaller town which it just allowed me to stay focused coming in my freshman season, not being overwhelmed with trying to do too much, trying to go places. And um, it was just a great decision to come out here. Yeah, I want you guys to both give me your perspective on what Dabo Sweeney has been to both of you. So I'm going to start with you, Bo. How has it been working with Dabo Sweeney? How did he view to you how transparent? Because a lot of people say Dabo, he says what he believes in, and he's not really afraid to be honest with you. What you see is what you get, Chad Smith said on the TV after the Fiesta Bowl. Is that, is that an accurate statement about Dabo Sweeney? What has he been like to you so early in your career? Oh, yeah, it's very accurate. He's, since the day I got here, been pushing me to be a top receiver. And he just, I could tell that he really wants the best for me. He's been coaching me hard in practice. Um, ever since I stepped on the field here at Clemson and what he says he really means I, I be, truly believe that and he just instills in us uh, a great mindset to have every day you wake up every moment of the day just to sit, let the moments um, come to you take everything in and attack the day yeah so Mr. Collins I want to expand on that idea about Dabo Sweeney. What he, what he says is what he truly believes. So when he's trying to pitch basically Bo at Clemson, how did that come to you? Suddenly you're making this big decision. Where is my son going to go to college? How did much did Dabo impact that decision? Well, from the very beginning, like I mentioned about the offers, um, he said in our first meeting, my wife, him, Bo, never forget it. He said, do not commit to me unless you're going to come to here, come here. Not only that, um, if you commit, 
please don't take any more trips. That means you're here and then I can focus on you. I had never heard that before. Even in my recruiting process back in the 80s, where a coach pretty much says to you, when you commit to me, I commit to you. It ain't like, oh, I get back to you or something like that. He was a man of his word. Not only that, family was very important. Something that I saw as a parent that we really don't see, and I haven't seen it anywhere else, to tell you the truth, and I've been to all the major colleges, where you see a picture, a panoramic picture of the families, of the coaches. That speaks volumes. They take time out to show you what they're about, not just tell you. Now, my sit down with Dabble after that meeting, when my son committed, and I didn't know he committed because the coaches told me he committed. <laughs> and my wife was like, what? We, the excitement was overwhelming to everyone. We're sitting in the, I forget the dining facility's name there. And Mr. Sweeney comes over. He looks at both, not look at me, his dad or his mom, and said, your commitment's not a commitment until you tell me. Because he could have heard it from someone else to where Bo might have changed his mind. That spoke volumes. Is that he wants to hear it from the kid and not the parent, not the coach, not his assistants. He wants to look at the player and see if it's for real. Whenever you have that type of feeling as a parent, that's for real. Yeah, that's I feel real. like what Dabo is, is like he focuses on the things that a lot of coaches like Nick Saban. It's like, hey, if you come here and I'm sure Dabo, of course, includes. Yeah, we've had people go to the NFL and I'm sure that's certainly on your mind with what Bo Collins goals and trajectory is. But it's more about making growing someone into a man, making them a better person. And I feel like that speaks volumes to different people because I feel Nick say I think someone said it perfectly. Alabama is like a factory and Clemson's run like a family. Is that accurate statement? I heard that back in 2016. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's perfect. He's, he's, he's focused. Yeah, he told us just yesterday that um, he reiterates all the time that Clemson is developmental. Everything about the program is developmental, whether it's on the field, off the field, uh, you working with your teachers, you working inside your relationships and your family, all that. So he focuses more on making you a, a more well-rounded man, I would say. Yeah. So, Bo, I want to go back to L.A. and I want to talk about, so you and DJ, St. John Bosco, how did it feel to be able to commit to a place and you knew that DJ was there too and you brought that SoCal connection to life? You guys lit it up in the second half of the season. It was Bo time, as they say. <laughs> I do want to add to that as part of this question. When did this become – the mantra, because a lot of people, I mean, even me and my friends, when you would even catch a football or just we'd see you, we'd be like, hey, it's bow time. <laughs> How has that connection been with DJ? What are you guys looking to improve on next season as you guys both grow in your careers? And what's the next step for y'all? Oh, man, it's been great. Uh, he was definitely a driving factor in me coming here as well, just making it feel more like home, I would say. And um I would just say this year we're focusing more on making the routine plays as far as if it's a short route and 
even the deep balls down the field like we did back in the day at St. John Bosco. So um, I think that's really what we're focusing on. Um, he's pretty much locked in the season. I could tell the difference already. And um, as far as the bow time, that came from, I believe it was a couple of my teammates were joking around saying, oh, you should say it's bow time, talking about bow jangles or something <laughs> like that. And uh, ever since then, I kind of just ran with it. Um, and it kind of blew up. Indeed, it did. So, Mr. Collins, I got to ask you, as Bo has gotten older, I think it's important, I, something that I try to carry, it just being humble, have a grateful attitude about life. It's something that you can really admire. I mean, I just want to do a little bit of a off of off the track, but Bo, you giving a glove to my brother, taking that time, you could go celebrate with your teammates after winning a bowl game, but you chose to go. You didn't know it was going to lead to, but ironically, it led to this kind of interview. But yes, it's stuff like that that just makes people go, wow, that guy's a really good person. He really takes that time. That's what the Clemson family is all about. Mr. Collins, what has that meant to you? And how have you worked to instill those values in your son, Bo Collins? It means the world to me and my wife and his brother and sister. Um, it's his. It's his journey. And he's making it happen. Um, the, the bow time thing is, it, it's a life of its own, which is great. It's nothing that no one basically handed him. He's created it from his actions, which is very, very important. Um, we're here to foster whatever route he takes. It's fun. I tell him that almost on a daily basis, even about practice make it fun because this is only a short period of his life. Um, let's seize the opportunities. Let's see how we can capitalize on it and make it fun because before you know it, it'll be over, you know? So like you guys say that bow time, <laughs> it, it rung a bell and believe it or not, we have things that we're trying to make in happen that's going to make that even bigger. It's just a matter of time. Oh, yeah. As everything is, I want to circle back to the culture that we've talked so much on this interview about. How does that extend to outside the football games, what we don't see on the TV? How does that culture of Clemson extend to your everyday lives? How does it extend to what Dabo does that we don't see? Talk us through what kind of things happen. Like, we see the games uh, at Death Valley. We see the kickoffs. We see the touchdowns. But we don't really see that one phone call, that one conversation, how does the culture of Clemson extend to things that the average person isn't seeing every day? Uh, I would just say <clears throat> things that we learn from Coach Sweeney on a daily basis um, just help us become great leaders within our, it could be as small as our classrooms, um, picking up the trash. He, he's really a, a big believer and nobody cleans up after Clemson. So every time we go somewhere, it could be the movie theater, uh, mall or anything we we just try to be the best person we could be possible not letting anything slip by and um, I would just say becoming leaders world-class men world-class leaders on and off the field is just what we strive to be what about you Mr. Collins well off the field these are things that Bo how can I say it he's grown up doing so off of the field, he's that same person. He's respectful, humble. Um, 
I would cheer more than he would cheer. My wife would tell me it's not about me, it, but it is about me. I see the fruits of my labor. So, you know, they, they, they tease me about it, but it's okay. I'm going to enjoy it while I can because I know it gets over. But Bo basically is that same person off the field, which is great. As a parent, when you don't have to hover over your child, correct him on everything that he does, him or she, what they do, it's a blessing. Bo is a blessing in disguise. Why? Like I said earlier on, he has his siblings before him that he kind of watched. And the things that he do off the field isn't a surprise to us. On the field, I've said it to other family members and fans in the stands. I've seen this before. He spoke about DJ. Off the field, I've seen what they've done through high school and on the field. When I see DJ and Bo connect on the field, I say they connected off the field. We, we have pictures of that. Um, I've seen this story before. I've seen how it's progressed. I've seen how Bo's grown. Off the field, he's not surprising me or my wife. That's why these 2,300 miles he's gone. We feel okay with it. Everybody can't do that. You have to know your child. We know our child off the field, which allows us a lot more comfort. Now, do my wife talk to him more than I do on a daily basis? Yeah, that's a mother. But, but we have to learn to let our children grow up off the field. Right. Because we can put them in situations on the field, but off the field, what are they going to do when you're not around? Like Bo said early on, here, if he had stayed in L.A. and went to some school close to us here, it's a lot of things to get into. We would have to worry about him off the field and making that phone call, like you mentioned, Grayson. Our calling, where are you? Because we know you're not at school. We know it's not practice. But yet, it's something in Hollywood we're hearing where everybody's going. You know, where are you? So, yeah. We don't have to worry about him off the field. Right. So I want to ask you both, this is something you guys can both answer. What is it like for a player and a parent to have that game day experience in Death Valley running down that most 20, most exciting 25 seconds in college football? Me as a fan, every time I see it, just goosebumps. I'm, I'm just a sucker for it. It's so much fun to watch. You see Dabo, the cannons fire. He runs like a 4-2-40 as he's sprinting down the field. <laughs> but... Bo, what has it been like for you? How is that? How is it? You probably have seen from Clemson and the, all the national televised games from the past, them running down the hill. What was it like as a player to be able to do something like that? Is it so, as surreal as it sounds? Oh, yeah, it really is. Driving around the stadium, seeing all the fans that are still outside, just watching us drive the bus around. It's, it's insane. And when you get off the bus, I just soak it in every single time. It, it never gets old, really. Um, standing at the top of the hill with your teammates, you look out and see all the fans in the stadium. It's just a crazy feeling running down the hill. And it all starts with um, us driving from our hotel to Clemson. So that whole bus ride is just it, get, it gets your juices flowing for sure. Absolutely. Mr. Collins, what is it like for you as a parent, as a spectator, 
Maybe you're watching the TV or you're in Death Valley and you have people all around you just losing their mind. You probably saw me screaming or something like that. You never know. I'm pretty loud when it comes to those games. So what is it like for you seeing your son take that step going down the hill and being able to play that kind of game in Death Valley? Because there's nothing like it. I will say that to all of our non-Clemson fans. No doubt. There's nothing like it, Grayson. And as you guys were talking about it, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> now, here, here's, here's something I'll share with you, Grayson. And I tell the coaches, I still have some eligibility yet. <laughs> and they laugh at me. Like y'all laughing right now, man. I can be a graduate transfer. I've already graduated college and I got one year left. No. But, <laughs> Now, I tried to solicit, Bodo notice, or he may notice, four parents that came in with that 2021 class. I said, let's run down that hill. <laughs> and they like, Mr. Collins, man, you can't even walk down that hill. <laughs> but my thing is, dude, but my wife said, you better not. One day we're going to run down that hill. I hope Dabble wouldn't hear this and allow some parents to run down that hill too. <laughs> No, Grayson, man, it is what it is. Like, we're laughing, having fun about this now, but that is one of the – it's entertainment, man, and that's what sports is. People forget that. We want to see big plays. We want to see excitement. And to run down that hill and to see my son – let me bag up. To see my son in a <laughs> practice uniform before that hill gave me goosebumps. Now to run down that hill – I just hope Dabo don't fall. <laughs> the last time he ran, it was almost like, is he going to stop? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, but that takes practice, man. It is exciting. You could take it to the Tiger Walk. Like you say, when that bus comes around and them kids, them players walk through that Tiger Walk, knowing that they're going to come down that hill and that cannon's going to fire, man, it sets the tone. What a lot of people don't do that I, I think I'm the only one that does is look at the other team, watch it, mm -hmm. watch all of it. And it they look and go like, whoa, this is real. So that experience is like no other, Grayson. Have you, this is just like a, have you guys seen, there's a clip of, I think, Brian Kelly from 2015 in Notre Dame. And he is, I think it's right as Clemson's running down the hill. And the look on his face is just, oh gosh, what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. It yeah, is I've seen so, that video. It's so great. Yeah. Oh, Brian Kelly's gotten himself into some trouble. But anyways, <laughs> Bo, what are your expectations going into the 2022 season? You solidified yourself a part of a historic freshman wide receiver class with players like Sammy Watkins. You had Mike Williams, Hunter Renfro, NFL studs. You have Renfro, who's one of the better slot receivers of the NFL. Mike Williams and Sammy Watkins, Clemson legends, national champions in that group. Bo, what are your expectations going into 2022? Are you going to take it one day at a time, or is there a specific number that you're trying to reach? Take us through what you've been trying to work towards. Uh, I would say just um, anything doing better than I did last season would be um, outstanding for me at this point. And um, just staying consistent is the key thing I've focused on starting this spring the past couple of weeks. Uh, that's the key to greatness right there is just staying consistent. And I really just focused on staying consistent and also availability is the best ability. So getting my body right, staying in the castle, our guy Alex being in there always gets us right. The trainer's there. 
uh, Danny Poole, guys like that, and um, just investing in myself to be available. Those are the main things I'm focused on for the 2022 season. Yeah, I want to go to that breakout game at Louisville. Talk us through that because it really carried the rest of the season. I think the team as a whole got that energy. They won 10 games this year, which a lot of teams can't say. They win 10 games every single year, that consistency. Mm -hmm. How did it feel to be a part of that and contribute in a significant way? And it really started in that huge road victory against the Louisville Cardinals. Oh, man, it felt great. Um, I kind of had a feeling – that game and a few games before that, it was almost my time. Unfortunately, we had a few guys hurt at the time. So I stepped into the role starting in those games. And that Louisville game was just uh, amazing, winning on the road like that. And uh, my first touchdown, that was actually in our first nine. So we scripted our first nine plays. And seeing the first nine, I believe it was that either the night before or that morning, I was like, oh, man, I got to get a touchdown. That's right. We practiced that play for a couple of weeks beforehand, and uh, we finally got to run it. So um, just being able to execute that play was amazing, seeing all the guys when I got back to the sideline, how happy they were for me. It was just an amazing feeling. And when you, when I saw – I'm watching the play on TV, and I just see DJ wind up. I was like, oh, he's, go- <laughs> I was like, he's going for yep. it. I yep. was like, oh, we know he can make the throw. I was like, who's going for it? And yeah, ended well, up being was- a real – yeah, really it was, a routine play for us. Um, we had ran that play a lot in high school as well. The exact same play, same route combo and everything. So, yeah, I was like, I have to get a tud on this one. <laughs> so I actually I'm going to add a question. We didn't really plan this, but Mr. Collins, is, you both can answer this. This is more of just like a fun question before we wrap up about the NIL. Has there been a play that Mr. Collins, you've watched Bo, and it can be in high school or can be from Clemson, that you've just the most memorable play for either of you? Yeah, well, that one hand catch he did Ooh. was it against Wake Forest? Ooh. No, Grayson, we've seen that before. Ooh. We've seen that in youth football, we've seen that in high school football. That's what I was saying earlier on is that. I would tell parents during this past season, I've seen Bo catch four touchdowns in a game to where, like, they can keep throwing it to him. He'll catch it. So, (laughs) yeah. And and one one, one of the writers there was like, what? I was like, yeah, I've seen that. And believe it or not, he did it in Hawaii, him and DJ. It was like nonstop. I mean, even Las Vegas, nonstop. So, that one-handed catch was something that we've seen him do. And it's like, whoa, I even, I lost my hat in the game. <laughs> it, I turned, usually when it's thrown, I'm like you, Jason. you like, there it go. And I kind of turn away. I ask another parent, did he catch it? They look at me and say, what you think? He caught You know, so I'm just as, as animated as you guys are. Because my thing is that, Enjoy it while you can, because it's fun, it's entertainment, and let's just make it fun and look at the results. It's, yeah. it's, it's taking off. I say it's going to the national championship this year, guarantee you. Oh, so Grace, okay. Get ready. I'm come out it. here, SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, <laughs> California, and I'm going to take the five cents I have in my pocket. I'm putting up a <laughs> billboard for Clemson. No, Grayson, I'm for real. I, hey, I, I'll look at for, uh, you know what, Bo, we'll add a new question. Clemson makes the 2022 national championship. Why is that going to happen? 
Grayson, um, 23. 20, oh, I'm, I'm, I always get it mixed up. Uh, you got to keep me on a – you know what? You know, you and I need to watch a football game together. I feel like you have a lot of energy. Um, but the reason why that's going to happen is because um, out of the 350 days we have to prepare, I feel like our team this year is doing – like we're overachieving at this point. We're doing extra work after practice. We're and we're just loving on each other, making sure we're all making sure we're all just in the right headspace as far as knowing our plays and making sure we're all good on and off the field. So I feel like the reason the main reason why is just leadership within the team, not even including all the coaches and all that, but just the love we have for one another and just I'd say rounding up the herd. All right, Mr. Collins, I want to ask you and Bo, this is our last question before we wrap up, and it's been so much fun, but we're gonna, we got to talk about NIL. It is the new transformation of college football. It has allowed college athletes to be compensated, be able to promote their brand, make something new. And what we've been talking about, identity, making Bo his journey, that can be advertised not only just for, for profit, but able to just get that name out there, get that journey, that story so you've been a part of this new generation of college athletes. This is really the first year we've been able to do this. So going into recruitment now, it's how can the NIL, how can my brand be a part of this football journey? How has that been for you in this first year? What kind of opportunities have you guys had as a family to be able to promote this journey that Bo's been on? Well, let me start by saying this last event he's involved in for KJ Henry, Mm-hmm. is the best way you can use your name, image, and likeness. Um, it's when you have fans and they can contribute to a cause, and it's just not putting money in your pocket, things of that nature. So that, starting with that, that speaks volumes of Bo. Bo said, Dad, Mom, I got something I was going to tell you guys about what I was getting ready to do, sit and give an autograph for a cause. And when we find out what it's about, it's like, son, that's bigger than anything you could have done all year. Now, being here in Los Angeles, California as his parents and having the experience I have around knowing the entertainment industry, Los Angeles is the mecca of, of business right? when it comes to NILs. Um, it's not for everybody. Everybody's not going to get a deal. So all of the excitement was that July 1st buzz for the NCAA. But if you notice, kind of tapered off mm -hmm. because it's not what we all think it is. It's not going to be what we think it is. The first thing you have to do is as a player for Bo is produce. If you produce, they're going to come. If you don't produce, they're not going to come. It's simple business. Um, so what we've had an opportunity to do was take our family business sense and apply it to Bose NIL. That's all. Take our time. Let things that come that are worthy, we'll look at. And if it's nothing worth time, we'll push it to the side. So it's been advantageous so far for Bo, and it's going to get greater. We know it. It's what he wants to do, but not be a distraction to him in his education. Right. And his team there at Clemson. 
That's first and foremost. That's why you're there. You're not there for NIL. You're there to get an education and play for Clemson. Because if it was just NIL, you can go anywhere and do that. But it's to get the education and play for Clemson, be a team player. Mm -hmm. So, Bo, what has it been like for you as a player? How has there's like the dynamic of college football? I feel like a lot of people, especially like you said, Mr. Collins, it launched into the stratosphere and then kind of simmered out because it wasn't that's not football on the field. We're not seeing people sign contracts on first down, we're seeing people make plays and the whole the same old deal. So, Bo, what has it been like for you? What kind of opportunities have you been able to do? And, guys, by the way, I will link the fundraiser for KJ Henry in the bio to all of these platforms so you guys can have a chance to donate and make that fundraiser known across the country. We're in 48 states, so I hope we can get that reach out there to help out the Clemson family. So, Bo, like I was answering, sorry for the little tangent there, but what has it been like for you with the NIL? Oh, it's been amazing um, being recognized for – I'd say just the hard work I've put in in the past is amazing getting to this level. And um, like my dad said, just making sure that I continue to produce is the main thing, keeping the main thing, the main thing. And um, I really feel like all this NIL stuff can get even greater, but the opportunities that I've had in the past or that I still have at this moment have been great being able to sponsor for clothes um jewelry actually a chain i have on right now is from shop gold a clemson pendant but um just being able to get my name out there and represent brands and and i say great ways has really just been a blessing that's all i would say yeah it's been certainly like you see players i never thought i'd see like there was a video of dj and uh i can't it was like DJ and the offensive lineman. I can't remember the specifics of it, but it was just them eating Bojangles. It's an NIL. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, this is so yeah. strange, but I love it. It was right before the yeah. Georgia game, but mm-hmm. it's been such a transformation. But I think that like Mr. Collins said, it's not going to change what college football is all about because you have to produce and Bo, you certainly have. And with that, I appreciate it. That is going to wrap up our interview with Bo Collins and DeAndre Collins. Thank you guys so much. Do you have anything you guys want to add before we wrap up? Mr. Collins, you want to get me hyped up again? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to mention the NILs. Okay. We want to give a shout out to Mellow okay. Mushroom, um, Surfside Clothing, Boohoo Man, like Bo said, Ghost Shop, the chain he has on. And, and most of all, uh, can I share this with you, Grayson? A lot of parents of don't know have a representative and we have a person that's in our corner named Kenny Zuckerman. He does a great job. I can run anything past him any time of day or night to review if we're not sure about the lingo. Um, With this NIL, it can get crazy. So that's why in the beginning I said, every parent should stay engaged because it's nothing like your kid signing a contract for NIL and do not know what it's about. A lot of these guys are trying to hook them into the future if they do become greater. So we're trying to buffer that for Bo as a part of his team and um, make it all work. But yeah, those are a few. And um, shock doctor, Bo, don't forget the mouthpiece. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Bo has a couple of NILs and we're thankful to Kenny Zuckerman for that. And look forward to many more. Yeah, absolutely. 
I, I really um, appreciate your energy. And I really, I'm serious about that. If I find you at the spring game, I'm saying, <laughs> right, we're going to get hyped up together. All right. I'll Number see the eight. hat. I'll, I'll look for the hat for sure. I need to get a Bo Collins jersey, man. You got to, Bo, you got to hook me up, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're, they're, they'll be coming out. Yeah. I'll mention uh, Fanatics. I had just signed a, a little deal with Fanatics. They'll be coming out with jerseys they're selling. So Clemson jerseys with our name, number on the back, uh, coming, I believe, this August. So they'll be right before the season. You guys can just purchase time. one. All right. Yes, sir. Fanatics, guys. Clemson jerseys in August. Get your Bo Collins jersey so we can all be doing the same thing. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So thank you guys so much as always for thank you just for your time. It's been such a fun interview, a lot of great energy and a lot of great insight. I hope you guys enjoyed. We are on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and much more. Subscribe for more or leave a five star review to let us know that you enjoyed it. Bo, DeAndre, thank you guys so much. And for you guys watching, have a great week and take care.